What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Start Down. I'm your host, Mike Ficarra, and you're probably asking yourself, what is The Start Down? Well, we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going, but I want to talk about what happens when you get to work, and that's what The Start Down is all about. We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. How you doing? Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you had an amazing, amazing weekend. No, it was a holiday weekend for a lot of people. Uh, had a, had a great time with the family on Easter weekend. We did a lot of great things. So it was, uh, it was good, but I, what I want to dig into today and you know, it's funny because a, a holiday weekend always makes you think, right. Um, you know, my wife and I, those of you who, who know, I got four kids and you know, it's, it's Easter and, uh, you know, the Easter baskets that the Easter bunny drops off are, are, uh, prepared <laughs> and you're always like, man, is there enough in there? You know? Uh, you always wondered, did the Easter Bunny put enough stuff in there? Uh, did we get them the right things? You know, what did they get? And it's funny. And then Easter morning, uh, you know, we we sometimes get toys and we put little things in there. But this year we just did candy. We kept it very simple. Um, you know, we did the Easter egg hunt. And I'll tell you, it was one of the, probably the simplest years we ever did in putting stuff together. One of the simplest years we did. But I'll tell you, I've never seen my kids so excited. You know, my 11 and 8-year-old were just jazzed up. Man, look at all the candy we got. This is great. Uh, you know, they had fun hunting for the eggs, you know, which we did put a little bit of money in. So that was exciting too. But, you know, it was more the event that they were excited about. And I think my wife and I always have this skill, you know, are, are we doing enough? Are we are we getting them enough? Are we giving them enough? And, you know, it really leads to the question, and I'm thinking about this in business too, that idea of something you always hear. And this is, you know, I always look at these cliches cliche sayings in business and and kids are sort of a great example of this is you know that idea of under promise and over deliver and this is something I hear a lot um, I hear my clients say well you know I, I you know I want to make sure I over deliver I want to make sure I over deliver or I want to make sure I give 110 percent or you know uh, the idea of, of under promising right the idea of um, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little and then I'm gonna go above and beyond and I think that's good and that is important and I love that drive in people but one of the things I say that's very important to be careful with that is is the idea of make sure that you're over delivering in the right area you know very often we want to under promise and over deliver when we're working with a client or when we're working on a project but the problem with that is what if we over deliver in the wrong area what if we over deliver in an area that the client, you know, really doesn't have a need for or doesn't have a care about or isn't concerned about, right? A lot of times people say, yeah, but look at all I gave in this spot. And then the client said, yeah, that's great. You did over deliver over here. But on the thing I actually thought that we were going to do that was kind of the main thing, you guys, eh, kind of not so good. Yeah, that's great. I've got all these bells and whistles over here, but I don't have the main thing that I needed. I would have rather had more effort put into that than I would have had you over deliver in this other area. So, you know, how do we counteract this? How do we balance this? How do we put this together? You know, I, I think it's very important to know your client's expectations. The more you know, the better you can serve them, right? The more we know about what people want, the more we know about what our audience wants, the more we know about what our audience, you know, needs and, and sort of desires is important. You know, because the important thing I think too is also putting our needs and desires aside. You know, very often we all have biases, right? Whether we want to believe it or not, we're all biased. We all have our own views. We all have our own way we see things. But how often do we step back and say, yeah, but how is maybe my client seeing this? How is my customer seeing this, right? Um, and we see this all the time with products, which, you know, 
restaurants offering free things or, you know, you get a free dessert or you get free something. And then it's like, well, why aren't we getting more millennials through the door if we're offering free desserts? Well, maybe millennials are a little more health conscious. Maybe you need to offer, you know, a vegan night or something like that. You know, do we look at the things that we need to offer that are speaking to our clientele, not that are our own biases? And, you know, that's really important. So I think it's okay to underpromise and overdeliver if you know your clients or if you know your customers and you know you want. But really the big key to all this is, the big key to unlocking all this and figuring out and really be able to underpromise and overdeliver, under, I'm sorry, underpromise and overdeliver properly is to ask questions, right? If we ask more questions of our clients, if we ask more questions of our customers, we're going to know what they want. We're going to be able to manage their expectations better, right? We're going to know what they need. You know, why at Christmas do we have our kids write a list to Santa so that we know what their expectations are, right? And and what happens when we see that list, you know? Uh, what do you want? Well, I want a, you know, I want a, a game for my, my Nintendo Switch. I want a, you know, a baseball bat and I want a spaceship. Well, let's manage some expectations here. You know, Santa can't give you a spaceship. Santa can't give you a car. Why do we do this? We do this to manage expectations. And like I said, I bring my kids up because this is what we do with our kids, right? We're so good at this with our children, setting boundaries, giving them expectations, not wanting them to get hurt. We do all these things, but how often do we do that in our business? How often do we do that with our clients? How often do we do that with our customers? Ask questions and set boundaries. And if we do this, it's going to allow us to do things that much better. It's going to allow them to service that much better. Very often we run for the cliche, but we don't plan for the cliche, right? Underpromise and overdeliver is great, but if you properly plan to be able to do that, right? Like anything else, just giving people a lot of something they don't want doesn't mean you overdelivered, right? And let's think about that for a second. Just giving people a lot of something they don't want does not count as over-delivering. And I'd love to hear, too, uh, your guys' feedback on this, your guys' view on have you been in this situation, right? Have you been in a situation where maybe you over-delivered for a client, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe you over-delivered for a customer or a client and they just weren't happy? And what was that expectation? What did you get back from them? How did you solve that problem? Um, and the question is, you know, did you under-deliver on the key thing that they were looking for, the key thing that they needed to gain. So just a little bit of food for thought today, guys, as we move into Monday, a little little things that got me thinking. Uh, hopefully it helped you. Hopefully it helped you start your week a little bit better and allow it to grow. So like I said, love to hear in the comments some feedback from you. Also, a few things going on that I just want to tell you about tomorrow, Tuesday, April 23rd. If you are here in the South Florida area, I would love for you to come out. I will be speaking uh, at the uh, Florida Power Team uh, at Kaiser University, 7 p.m. Um, it's in Fort Lauderdale. There's a link right uh, above or to the side or down or up. Depends on where you're at. If you're not on, uh, if you're on Instagram too and not on my Facebook, uh, make sure you go over to my Facebook page and search Mike Vicar on Facebook. You'll be able to find it. Um, I'm going to be speaking there to the Power Team for about an hour. A little bit on, you know, what does it take to build a business? What does it take, you know, to structure that? What are some of the lessons I've learned? You know, guys, my journey has been, uh, you know, I say from the classroom uh, to the boardroom. It, it's been quite a journey. I've been able to work with a variety of different companies. Um, I've succeeded and I failed, which is failing is where you sometimes learn your best lessons. And then I've succeeded and, and really learned, you know, what I did right and what I got lucky and been you know able to filter that out. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit about that, a little bit about the MAGS method, a uh, little of my origin story. So I would love for you guys to come out to that tomorrow. Like I said, uh, Florida power team. I'm going to be speaking there. Appreciate Adam for inviting me out to that. Um, so would love to see you. If you're not available Tuesday to Saturday, May 4th, 
you guys, unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard Jose and I speaking about this event too, joseboss.com, uh, the business of speaking seminar that Jose is speaking on uh, or actually putting on. Uh, he'll be speaking. I'll be speaking, talking about how we've helped grow his brand, uh, how we've helped grow what he's doing in his business, uh, sharing once again a little bit about those techniques on how you can sort of create and grow a business. Because a lot of people look at you know the products that they're doing uh, or, or the things they're doing, especially people that want to be speakers or, or you know network marketers or business owners or salesmen. This is so important because you're a brand, you're, you're a product, right? Um, and you're a product with heart, which is awesome. So how do you market that? How do you put that out there? How do you put a structure and a business behind that uh, so that you could go out and do that? Um, Jose will be talking about speaking, some of the keys to his success, such as publishing his book, uh, how he got published on the internet, and, and you know, uh, things like Fortune, uh, things like um, Entrepreneur. You know, he's going to be sharing a little bit of that. We're also going to have uh, Alicia, who's going to be out there uh, with Brand Ethos, talking about marketing, Carrie Ann. Uh, who comes from the corporate world. She's done an amazing thing for Fortune 500 and 100 companies. She's going to talk about how she's done amazing marketing. Uh, rounding out, Brendan's going to be emceeing the event. Uh, he is going to be your host with the most, going to be guiding through these things. So, guys, listen, May 4th, the business is speaking. We do have VIP tickets. Um, we're going to be over-delivering in that area, though. We've asked some specific questions to some specific people, so we're making sure that we do get you guys some good stuff there. So make sure you guys check that out if you have not. Uh, love to see you guys tomorrow night, too, at Kaiser University. Um, I will be speaking at both of these events, uh, so I would love to be there. And like I said, if anything, if you don't do that, if you don't do either one of those things, that's okay. But most importantly, guys, make sure that you dance it out. Make sure that you dance it out. You see? You can tell my phone's ringing. Everybody's ready. They're like, Mike, how do I get there? How do I come? Click the links. Click the links. Call me, though, if you need me. Ask. The cameras, <laughs> they're everywhere. All right, guys, make it a great one. Appreciate you tuning in. I hope you have a great day. I hope you make it amazing. I hope you're killer successful and you kill this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I'm your host, Mike Ficarra. Make sure you visit me at MikeFicarra.com where you will see links to all my social media where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes dropping every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Start Down.